Holy Father in heaven, praise, glory, honor, and adoration be unto your name for your loving kindness, your mercy, and your goodness towards us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the privilege of life. Lord, our sins are many like the sands of the sea, but yet your goodness and your mercy has been shown to us. It is not by our goodness that we are alive and healthy today, but it is of your mercy and we worship you and say thank you, Lord. Lord, we want to live for you and we want to give our lives to you. Please consecrate us to your service, Lord. Clean us and grant us of your spirit, Lord, that we may be able to live the life that you want us to live. Forgive us our sins, Lord, as we go through our devotion now. May the words we will hear be a cleansing power to us. Put your words in my mouth and I may speak words that will be a blessing to all who would listen. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Our High Calling, June 2 The Sign of the New Heart A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you and heart of flesh. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 One of the most earnest prayers recorded in the word of God is that of David when he pleaded, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Psalm 51 verse 10 God's response to such a prayer is, A new heart also will I give you. This is a work that no finite man can do. Men and women are to begin at the beginning, seeking God most earnestly for a true Christian experience. They are to feel the creative power of the Holy Spirit. They are to receive the new heart that is kept soft and tender by the grace of heaven. The selfish spirit is to be cleansed from the soul. They are to labor earnestly and with humility of heart, each one looking to Jesus for guidance and encouragement. Then the building, fitly framed together, will grow into a holy temple in the Lord. The youth especially stumble over this phrase, a new heart. They do not know what it means. They look for a special change to take place in their feelings. This they term conversion. Over this error, thousands have stumbled to ruin, not understanding the expression, ye must be born again. John chapter 3 verse 7. Satan leads people to think that because they have felt a rapture of feeling, they are converted. But their experience does not change. Their actions are the same as before. Their lives show no good fruit. They pray often and long and are constantly referring to the feelings they had at such and such a time. But they do not live the new life. They are deceived. 
their experience goes no deeper than feeling. They build upon the sand. And when adverse winds come, their house is swept away. When Jesus speaks of the new heart, he means the mind, the life, the whole being. To have a change of heart is to withdraw the affections from the world and fasten them upon Christ. To have a new heart is to have a new mind, new purposes, new motives. What is the sign of a new heart? A changed life. Amen. The title of our devotion for today is The Sign of a New Heart. Our key text is taken from the book of Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 which says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. This passage, Ezekiel 36 verse 26, is, in my opinion, one of the most pointed, clear, and important promises made by God. You ever been in that situation where you find yourself so weak to temptation and perhaps you have tried so much to do what is right but you find out that your heart is not right with God. You find out that time and time again you keep falling for that besetting sin. You find out that your efforts are like ropes of sand and it looks as if you are making no headway whatsoever. Your whole life seems to be a mess because you keep doing that which you know is not right. This passage is for you. Ezekiel 36. I'll start from verse 25 and I want you to take this as an encouragement. You see, the Lord is willing to help us. You may have grieved him by a thousand falls. You may have sinned against light and against knowledge and against your body, against heaven. But the mercy of the Lord is deep. His long-suffering is great. And He does this to us so that we can be transformed. The goodness of God ought to lead us to repentance. God shows us mercy. He shows His long-suffering to us and tenderness and kindness and love, not because we deserve it, Not because we are worthy of it, but because we don't. The only thing we can plead is our own helplessness. That's why we need his help. Not because we have merited it, but what our plea is, our qualification to receive help from God is our helplessness. It is not our righteousness. It is our great need. God is so loving, so kind, so good. The truth is, he is willing to help more than you think. You may have been 
painting the picture in your mind as though the Lord is offended with you and doesn't want you around him. But that's far from the truth. Calvary tells us something different. Calvary tells us that the Lord is willing to help and that he will go as far as giving his life just so that he can save us from our sins. The only problem that we face is when we do not cooperate with him. Then we will be lost not because God doesn't love us, but because we didn't do our part. So as I was saying earlier, God expresses his wish, his desire in Ezekiel chapter 36. And I'll be reading from verse 25. And let this be a source of encouragement to your soul to see what the Lord wants to do for you. You know, when you're in that condition, you are almost praying, Lord, please make me a robot. Well, this is as close as God can get to making you a robot. Ezekiel 36, I'll read from verse 25. It says, Then will I sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you shall keep my judgments and do them. And you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. And I will save you from all your uncleanness, and I will call the I'll call for the corn and will increase it, and lay no famine upon you. Amen. This is as close as God can get to making us a robot, but He will say He won't certainly make us a robot. He won't do that. But for the Lord to say in verse twenty-seven here, and I will put my spirit within you. And the next statement is and cause almost like he's saying he will push he will add some ginger that would like they say he will add some push to us and cause you to walk in my statutes this is what we want from the lord but there's still that lingering element which is left and that is our cooperation and it is for us to give our cooperation and this is given by submitting ourselves to him staying within his jurisdiction abiding in him and then he supplies the strength the title of our devotion is the sign of the new heart you see everyone is claiming to have this new heart that god has promised to give but many are also confused some may have it but not know that they have it Others don't have it and deceive themselves that they have it. So what is the new heart? How do we know that we have been given the new heart? How do we know that the Lord has fulfilled this promise in our lives? It has to do with faith. Faith that shows by works and not by feelings. Feelings as human beings generally, not just necessarily as Christians, as human beings. We should never, ever make decisions based on feelings don't let people use play the emotional game on you and make you make decisions when they, they just get angry and because they're angry you decide to do what they want you to do or they are sad and because they are sad it makes you change your decision or they are happy and you shouldn't make decisions based on how people feel and allow their feelings to dictate to you what you should do 
And that's what some people do. They, they, they want you to do what they want you to do instead of reasoning with you. They try to play the emotional game on you and get either angry or sad or do something emotional just so you can change your own behavior. Why I'm saying this is we need to understand that we should never function by feelings. And even we ourselves should not think that because we feel a certain way then that is what we are. The new heart is about your actions, your character. How do we know that one has a new heart? It is when there is a change of life. It is when there is a change in your words. There is a change in your likes and your dislikes. You see, your likes and dislikes are not necessarily your feelings. Just like what Paul was describing in the book of Romans 7, he's like, he said, I love to do the law of God. He doesn't want to sin. But his feelings are on the wrong direction. That is, his flesh was directing him wrongly. He finds in his flesh, like he said, and many of us can say the same, that when we want to do good because we love to do good, evil is found within us. Sin reigns. Why? Because our flesh still likes what it likes. But with the mind, we love something else and there is a struggle going on in us. If you are having the new heart, that will show not be, not that your feelings or your flesh will stop craving for what is bad. No. You may still have temptations to do what is bad. But in your mind, you have a change of mind. As the book of Romans 12 verse 1 says, verse 2 rather, we should be transformed by the renewing, not of the flesh, but of the mind. Our high calling page 159 paragraph 5 says, when Jesus speaks of the new heart, he means the mind, the life, the whole being. He does not mean your feelings. He does not mean your flesh. It is the mind that is what is being referred to. Romans like I said, chapter 12, verse, one, verse 2 says, And be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind, and be not conformed to this world. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And then Romans chapter 7, reading from verse 25 says i thank god through jesus christ our lord so then with the mind i myself serve the law of god but with the flesh the law of sin it is with our minds that we serve god if the mind is not right then we have not changed it is the transforming of the mind that is the change that is the new heart god wants to change our mind and it's not about feeling some of us may have been experiencing that conversion of the new heart but are still feeling despondent feeling as if god is not with us because our we are not feeling any happy excitement and flight of feeling and we think oh i've not gotten the new heart no no to have a change of heart is to withdraw the affections from the world and to fasten them upon christ to have a new heart is to have a new mind new purposes new motives very important to take note of this what is the sign of a new heart a changed life our high calling page 159 paragraph 5 
So, for one to have a new heart, his purposes need to change. His motive in behind his actions need to also change. Why do you do what you do? What is your goal and purpose in life? When these things change, then you are experiencing the new heart. And severally, I have told us, the purpose you should have in life is not about wealth, it's not about fame, it's not about popularity, it's not a competition between you and your family members or you and your neighbor or you and your friends as to who is more so-called successful and prosperous with respect that is measured with respect to how many material things you have and how many, how many uh, children you have and how much money you have and how many cars you have. That's not, that's not what the purpose in life is. Those are just temporary stuff. You are going to die someday so those things mean nothing purpose of life is to live a life that is beneficial, that is a blessing to all around you and to God. And this life, the only way you can be a blessing to all men is when you keep the commandments of God, which is to have the image and glory and character of God. When your purpose changes, when you stop thinking that life is all about me, 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 and what I can get from life, what I can get, not what you can give. It's all about God being this for me and doing that for me and I'm, I'm not caring what I'm doing for him. When your purpose changes and you say, my new purpose in life is to please God, is to glorify him. And then you are motivated by love, not motivated necessarily by gain, and what you are going to get the blessings or motivated because people are going to praise you and say oh you're such a righteous person you're such a holy person or you're such a nice person that's your motivation no no when your motivation becomes the love of god that constrains you then you are beginning to have the new heart because your purposes are changing and your motive behind the actions you were doing before are also changing when you start to take care of your children and lead them to christ just when you start seeing them as your brothers and sisters in christ not necessarily using them for your own selfish ends then you're beginning to have a new heart it doesn't have to do with an ecstatic flight of feeling no but like i have just said it has to do with a change of purpose a change of intention and motives that is what the new heart and the new mind is about and then this change of motive and change of heart and mind and change of purpose will show in the action i have already defined what the purpose is it's not just to change to anything it is to change to a specific thing. The new heart, its purpose is to please God. It is to reflect the image of God. It is to live a life that is in harmony with his commandments. That is the purpose of the new heart. And if that's not your purpose, maybe you are transforming to another thing. You are transforming from one bad heart to another. You should transform to have the mind of Christ. So the confusion is that some people, because they do not experience this flight of feeling, they think that they are not having a new heart. 
and that's why we read that especially the youth they stumble on this point because they see their friends who are having happy flight of feeling when they go to these churches where there's so much noise so much uh, excitement the songs are lifting them up we go of course i'll single out a better song heal song that does these things to people there's no change in life whatsoever no preaching of the gospel no broken breaking of the heart no repentance there's no self-denial no self-sacrifice nothing of that sort but then everybody comes back from church feeling like oh i had a nice experience today oh the lord was upon me oh the holy spirit fell upon me just because they raised their voice and singing and kept on shouting and repeating the same things over and over and over and over again and then they say they have a changed heart no please if you are listening to me now and that's what you've been doing no 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 please don't let the devil deceive you that is not a changed heart that is not a changed mind the changed mind should have a changed life there should be seen a difference there should be a conformity to the word of god and to his commandments then you know you're having a changed life don't deceive yourself don't let the devil deceive you please come out stop believing those things you are not changed if it's just about your making of noise and shouting in church and jumping all around that is just mere excitement a happy flight of feeling that is not the new heart that's not a new mind that's not a new spirit that's just satan trying to deceive you and if you are not feeling this and you're thinking oh i need to experience this thing so that i'll change no you don't need to experience it that's just gimmicks it's not necessary what is the true experience we don't see our lord jesus christ singing and jumping all around and saying the same things over and over again and raising hands up and then closing the eyes and acting all emotional we have no such experience from jesus we have no such experience from the disciples from genesis to revelation we have no such experience from all the holy men and women of god at best the close you, closest you can get to such an experience is found from the prophets of baal when they leaped upon the altar jumping all around and claiming to be praying for fire to come down from heaven and making noise all day that's the closest you can get to what we see going on in the churches today claiming that they are experiencing the new heart and experiencing the power of the holy spirit the closest you can get to that experience that's happening today is the prophets of baal but when you come to see the new heart indeed okay not just the prophets of baal i just remembered also what the children of israel did when they built that golden calf and this bible says that the children of israel rose up they ate and drank and rose up to play and they were all dancing all around and doing all those kind of things and when moses from afar heard it joshua also heard it joshua said he was hearing the sound of war joshua was confused he never associated such noise and songs and drumming and dancing to worship if today people are hearing such things immediately we are associated with worship but joshua was so far removed from such an experience that when he heard the noise of the children of israel when they had given themselves over to that golden calf when joshua heard the noise all joshua could associate it with with do that flight of feeling and emotionalism joshua associated it with war that's what he thought it was but today if we hear it many of us will quickly say oh it's church because we have gotten used to it but joshua was not used to it when he heard that emotionalism he said i hear the sound of war most likely moses may have, may have said the same thing if not that god had already told him what was happening and he told joshua no 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 it's not the sound of war you're hearing 
the children of God have apostatized. They have gone a whoring after idols. Exodus chapter 32, reading from verse 17. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, like we do today in church, many of us, not everybody at least, because these people had made themselves this golden calf and their worship style was this emotionalism. It says in verse 17 of Exodus 32, And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands and break them beneath the bounds. Oh, that we may also get angry when we see people dancing today in church. We see people dancing and like Moses, we just react the same way. But no, that's not what happens. People see dancing now as a way they claim to be filled with the Holy Spirit, jumping all around. Like I said, this is the closest we can get and, and the prophets of Baal to, to what we see today. And people say we're having a new heart. No, my brother, no, my sister, that's not the new heart. The devil is trying to confuse you in the new heart like i've already described there's a change in the life and for some of us we may be experiencing this change in life change in purposes but we are feeling that the lord is not with us we are feeling that he has abandoned us that we want to experience a change we're not seeing ourselves blabbing and we think that you must say some things before that sounds unintelligible before you know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and you have a changed life. And some people come to tell you, no, no, you don't have the Holy Spirit if you are not like us, jumping all around and all of that. And then they get dejected and sad. Oh, I want to have this experience. Oh, my brother, please be liberated today. My sister, please be liberated. You don't need that. If you are seeing a change in your life, if you are coming closer and closer to God by conforming to his law and his word then you are already experiencing the new life you don't need any outward sign in those experiences that make a noise you don't need those signs all you need is the life that is in harmony with the law of god and that is the new life oh that i will get it too I strongly believe that the Lord wants to cleanse us indeed and the promise he made that he will create in us a clean heart. We read here that any of us who make that prayer create in me a clean heart, O God, that the Lord will respond, a new heart will I also give you. Do you believe it? Do you have that faith? Don't let your sins make you feel like God is too holy to answer you and they are too dirty for him to listen to. Have faith. There's no Bible passage from Genesis to Revelation to make you feel that way. Calvary tells you that no matter how clean, how dirty you are, God is ready to cleanse you. If you pray, create in me a clean heart, his answer is, I will give you a new heart. I will put my spirit within you. Luke eleven thirteen tells us that God is more willing to give us the Holy Spirit than we are willing to give our children good things. So let us in faith today 
ask the Lord to give us this new heart and give us the new spirit and help us to change our purposes and our motives in life that our lives may become more and more in harmony with his will don't doubt it your sins may be thousands and millions but the Lord can save you and will if you only have faith in him to do it and follow him closely our own work is to do all we can in our power which is not enough put away from you every temptation cut every provision by which the devil may have an advantage over you do all you can in prayer and study of the word of god and when you have done this it is still not enough but do it as though your victory depended on it and then pray as though your victory depended on prayer the lord will bless us and the lord will hear us i believe he will grant us the new heart i believe it if we ask for it and do all we can to get it he will give it to us he he said i will cause you that's what he said i will cause you to walk in my statutes and the god is not lying he will do it if we cooperate with him do you believe it if you believe join me in prayer that the lord may grant us this new heart today let us pray our holy and loving father in heaven thank you for the blessing that you have given to us with your word this morning you have promised that you will give us a new heart and a new spirit and you will cause us to walk in your statutes even went as far as saying you will cleanse us from all our cleanness oh lord that we may be cleansed from our cleanness we trust and believe that what you have promised you will do lord please forgive us our sins cleanse us from all iniquity accept us into your care forgive us lord and receive us and help us lord that as you are being so merciful and patient and tender and kind and loving to us that we may be, be the same thing to all around us that we may treat others the same way you are treating us we trust lord that you will do what you have said receive our hearts cleanse us change our purposes change our motives that we may become more and more like you thank you lord for i know you've heard our prayers and thank you for answering our joy is full for we know you will do what you have said you will do. Thank you, Lord, for I have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen.
You shall be my people.